Welcome to Witch Peace Radio, episode number 25. Uh, this is the episode, um, what was our theme this week? Um, what was our theme? Paranoia. 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 So our guest was Alan Lord, who, um, you pro- if you're in Winnipeg, you probably have seen some of his posters. You may not even know that it was his his work, but... Um, yeah, he does it like all across the board forever, like all different kinds of music too, so... Yeah, it's really cool. So he came on and talked about Paranoia, and um, it's a pretty good episode. It's a little rambling at times, like we go off on some pretty crazy tangents, but... Um, I know, I actually kind of feel like I say that a lot in the intros. Oh, this was a one we rambled, but I, I like that. It's almost a good thing on the show. It makes but it charming. It does, yeah. yeah. So John wasn't I there hope. for this one. Uh, I don't, no, he wasn't. So it's just uh, just a three-piece <laughs> three piece episode, but uh, Paranoia, Alan Lord, you can... Um... So yeah, like Alan Lord is a professional uh, graphic designer, so check him out on the internet. Uh, he has tons of different websites. Yeah, he's. Uh, it kind of came out in the episode that he's like into every single possible social media thing you can get into. Yeah, things I've never heard of in yeah, my life. Yeah, for sure. And some of these like graphic design specialty yeah. social media and stuff, So, which is really cool. So, and his art is great. I mean, I really like it. Uh, this was, that was like my first time meeting him when we did the show. And um, Exceptionally nice guy. Yeah, for sure. And it's uh, it's cool because I, I think I say this too on the thing, but I kind of felt like uh, I at least knew who he was because I've seen his art so much yeah. over the years. So it was really cool. Um, if you want to uh, download the show... You, you can go to www.wishpolice.com. Uh, there's all the archives of the podcast. There's all the other music on there. Uh, at Wishpolice FM is how you can find us on Twitter. You're at, at Rob Crooks. Yep. And RobCrooks.com. Yeah. And Alan, uh, what was his Twitter? Um? Uh, Mr. Lord. At Mr. Lord. So that's M-I-S-T-E-R-L-O-R-D-E. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's got all these other different websites, but I'm sure if you get in touch with him there, he'd probably be happy to... To point point you in the direction of his work, and I'm actually going to put some links on the Witch Police page, which you've um, probably seen if you're listening to this. And I'm going to put some some of his art if I can get some that uh, you know, just maybe an image or something like, hey, this is what his art looks like. You've seen it for sure. You just don't know it. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that um, oh, and also 11 p.m. Monday nights, UMFM, is where you can download this program. Uh, or no, download, listen, listen to, listen to this live. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> download it on the radio. Don't um, download it to your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Monday nights, 11 p.m., uh, UMFM 101.5. If you're not in Winnipeg, it's umfm.com. You can stream it, Central Time, 11 p.m. And what we've been doing on a lot of these intros, which I, I, I think works well, uh, I haven't gotten any negative feedback about it, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Fuck, whatever. <laughs> um, is I'm putting little sound clips from different things, uh, you know, whether it's people's older bands or new music people are working on. Al is not a musician, uh, or he might be, but his primary thing is, is art, right? So I'm not going to put anything related to him, but there's a podcast, we've we've referenced it a few times before on the show, out of Louisiana called, uh, well, it's hgthproductions.com. And they, do, they have a radio thing going on uh, 24 hours a day. And Wednesdays they do an hour of Witch Police, just straight Witch Police stuff. And there's also a daily podcast, Monday to Thursday, I think, called The Johnny Jordan Show. And uh, on a recent episode of it, uh, Johnny Jordan, who has contributed to Witch Police himself actually a few times, he kind of went off uh, on a little tangent and spent about half of his show talking about Witch Police. Cool. And talking about some of the music on there, including when it couple of your songs and some dynamo stuff and everything so i'll just find a clip from there and throw it on there i would i would recommend listening to it uh, a lot of it i don't know what's going on because it's you know like one episode he's talking about the roads in, <laughs> in like his town in louisiana for like 20 minutes so i'm like i don't know what you're talking about but it's uh it's interesting though yeah so check it out and roads in winnipeg are really shitty too yeah i only talk about that on your show <laughs> anyway, which please radio google street map it yeah google map us and yeah whatever you don't care you're in louisiana <laughs> number 25 Alan Lord, Paranoia, Witch Police Radio. And I'm looking on the uh, on the home site. If you go today, unless Sam changes this in the near future, 
a uh, new episode of Witch Police Radio, which they do, which is a podcast or podcast, depending on how you want to pronounce it, how you want the accent to go. Uh, they decided to do one called Hockey's Hardest Hitters. I recommend you check that out, and I'm going to talk a little tiny bit of hockey because, like I said, I wanted to play the Rob's Crook song, which is a song that's dedicated to hockey, and in fact, uh, in particular, the Winnipeg Jets, which Winnipeg has their hockey team back now. It's been a while, and I'm all for more teams in Canada, less in the United States. I I think the NHL the NHL's done better in the United States this season than they have in seasons past. And and that by that I mean uh, more television coverage. But still, it's just not where it should be. And and the main reason, which I if you know me personally, you've heard me bitch about this. But <laughs> I might if I wear my hat. I might, my hair is ugly. Because uh, <laughs> they can see your hair. Right? Well, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> Theater of the mind. Theater right. of the mind. Right. Yeah, yeah, imagining your hair will just take listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So this is Witch Police Radio, episode number twenty-five. Twenty-five. Huh? Quarter of century. I like that number. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, Thomasine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like 11 um, Isaiah Thomas uh, and, and that's uh, I, I don't follow basketball anymore so uh, my, my, my knowledge goes to about where um, Jordan's first retirement pretty much and then uh, just sort of losing interest and in going back to pro wrestling so do you watch those 30 for 30s? Uh, the, the ESPN stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no I don't think I've ever caught one I heard they were good. Some of them are amazing. Yeah. But uh, I saw, actually saw the Gretzky one. So the Gretzky one. Which is good, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Mm. The reason I bring it up, though, is because they have a one They have one on Jordan, and they go through his whole retirement and baseball thing. And, yeah. And they, what, the thing is, like, Jordan's dad got murdered. Yes. Because, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because of gambling deaths. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they that totally... Was depressing. And, <laughs> and, they, and they, yeah. they mention it, but they totally gloss over like all of Jordan's like addiction to gambling and mm-hmm. like his competitiveness and like yeah. and like they totally don't even talk about that. Yeah. It was such a disappointment. Huh. Do you remember when he had the Hitler mustache? Not really. That was like a, p- a couple of years ago. He had he had like and it was a big deal in the news because they're like, why do you have this? Right. I don't think I ever noticed that. It's a really it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a big bushy one, right? But he has a little like yeah. mustache and it was really weird. Like other than like Charlie Chaplin, Hitler, Robert Mugabe, I think like, a lot of Germans had it because I remember. There's this philosopher, Martin right. Heidegger, who was like, uh, like alive around that time. Mm. And he actually, it's actually really controversial because he was. There's a whole thing about it because his mentor was Jewish, and like, after his mentor had to like leave Germany, and he didn't stand up for him and all this stuff. But he had that mustache too. I think it was just like a German thing. Well, I yeah. think it was just. Well, I mean, Chaplin wasn't German though, right? Mm. right. A lot of. I think it was just a style at the time, but it's yeah, been ruined time, forever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think it's it's the only kind of facial hair has been ruined forever. Like. Well, I can't be anything else. Uh, the soul patch. It's not really ruined for people still have it. Yeah, but they yeah. shouldn't. 
It's the people. <laughs> people, people, people still have faux hawks too, which the is street. something I can't. Yeah, I have I, no idea how that still yeah. exists. I, re- I remember I was so vehemently against those. Yeah, uh, I was like, it's like fucking commit to the hair. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's. It's just hair. Like, just but, shave it down, man, uh, if you're going to do the, uh, but when that, like, the mohawk thing. When that pop punk thing, like, really took off, like, some 41 and whatever else, whatever those other bands were, and mm-hmm. everyone had it, it was like, okay, this is kind of a shitty trend, but it's whatever trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, now when you're walking downtown and you see people in business suits with faux hawks, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, I kind of feel the same way when I see people with mohawks now, too. It's, it's part of the hair vernacular like, now, pretty much. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just whatever. Yeah. It's just like, it's... Uh, Sadly accepted, and uh, you know what? I, I've, I'm I'm too old to care now. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. No big deal. I need yeah. to stop caring. I, I'm gonna get an ulcer. I, I need to stop caring hurting, about a lot of things. I'm just full of so much yeah. hatred. <laughs> uh, I can dig that. I can dig that. I uh, uh, mentioned a, a certain uh, venue, but uh, we'll uh, you know it'll remain nameless for now because oh, it's, uh, it's just a. Uh, it's depressing right now. Don't don't call it. Don't 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 mention this name. You know you you, well, by you the know time this comes out. Actually, it won't be blown over by this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think it will be. I got a show coming up there, and like we've we've all been, and it was booked since before all this came yeah. out, and we've been like having a Facebook discussion about whether or not we should move the show. I know some other people who have just been considering. And then like, yeah. and then I just heard today, like my friend works at. Uh, at a clothing store that's owned, that's in a building owned by the same person who mm-hmm. owns the venue, and, yeah. and they like she says they've had nothing but nightmares as well from wow. the guy. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, uh, if uh, you know, barring uh, parental uh, type stuff or work related stuff, I'll I'll definitely be uh, be down there because I've been needing an excuse to go down. Yeah, I haven't um, been since since the. Uh, yeah, my. Um, I mean, obviously, like, we need to like, you know, you know, it's ridiculous. So. It's better not to. For for I folks, so, yeah, uh, yeah. for folks, so uh, you know, listening internationally, yeah. uh, you know, well, it's 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 a venue in in Winnipeg with a uh, a long history, but uh, I think for the the sake of our our our, our personal sanity and everything, <laughs> I think we should just refer to it, yeah, with pronouns possibly because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Uh, the less said about it, the better. I mean, like I, uh, I don't, I don't care about the connections that this person has. I mean, everybody deserves a second chance, but uh, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's that, and then there's also being an asshole. And yeah. uh, and I, uh, I, I had a well, uh, a rather small run in with him, and 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 it's something that somebody would laugh off, but I, uh, I thought it was a uh, kind of, um, well. Racially insensitive, oh, maybe. Really well. well, I uh, I walk in just to see uh, you know how the venue's doing and everything because I knew that it was open and stuff. And I um, I was like you know admiring the new floors and the new entrance and stuff like that. And uh, and I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, I mean you know he could have been another big dude. I don't know. I could be wrong. But uh, and and if I am wrong, I apologize ahead of time. But uh, um, uh, dude was like, uh, so yeah, you're gonna go up there and uh, do some spinning or something? And I'm like. <laughs> I just laugh it off because, uh, but uh, later I'm like, that's some fucked up shit. I'm like, like, um, oh, so I uh, because I'm black, I DJ. Okay, sure, fine, yeah. whatever. <sighs> I think I, we need to rewind a little bit here. Yeah, <laughs> you are not John Askell. Because <laughs> we haven't really explained that John's on here, and then we have a guest. So they're like, what? John's black? <laughs> this is new. <laughs> Like 25 shows, he hasn't come up, you know. <laughs> so, this is the um, the paranoia show. 
that word. was the theme that came out of the random uh, text generator. Yeah. Which is a pretty good one this week. Yeah. And uh, John is not here. Mm-hmm. He's playing ball hockey. He's uh, playing games with other boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so um, we have a guest today. Howdy. And our guest is Al. <laughs> Howdy. And uh, not the same. We actually had an Al, a different Al, two episodes ago or three episodes ago. Oh, okay. Ago. So, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a confusion. No. Not. Well, this is uh, Alan Lord, the uh, graphic designer extraordinaire. Oh, well, thank you very much. Probably seen his posters <laughs> around the city. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh, that's what actually before you got here, we were talking about that. I was saying that, um, I mean, I, it's my first time meeting you. Yeah. You came on the show, but I feel like I'm. This is, I've, hold on, this is the first time you met him and you asked him to carry a, a horse up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, it's that type of party. Uh, John uh, Askelm is his last name? Yeah. Uh, does he have a, a choir teacher for a father? Yes, he does. He does. Yeah. He, does yeah. he, he was my choir teacher. Oh, awesome! Oh, wow. So yeah, awesome. I uh, I go way back. Um, Comes I'm, up quite a bit actually. I'm, he does I'm yeah, often yeah. meeting people who they recognize the last name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Don Askel, nice, uh, yeah. really nice fella. Uh, ran into him a couple years ago at a uh, christening for a uh, um, a friend of mine's uh, uh, daughter, and um, uh, yeah, I was I was like, oh. I recognize that face. Uh, and, uh, we had a nice long conversation afterwards. I was uh, um, uh, uh, Gordon Belgrad. He's, uh, I think he's still there. Right? No, I thought no, he retired. Oh, I thought he retired. Oh, yeah, he retired. Okay, yeah. So but he's he's taught some famous people. He taught Adam Beach. Oh, oh that's, yes, that's yeah, cool. yeah. He, taught, uh, he also taught. Uh, uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. He's kind of like this this hipster, uh, like electro indie rock darling. I just saw him at the pyramid and. What uh, Venetian snares? No, no, no. Young, younger than that, like, uh, like, uh, like electro pop. Like, oh, uh, I have no, I have no loop so. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. A uh, quick Adam Beach story. Uh, we were in the same drama class. Crazy. Um, so why are you here? I know, because because <laughs> you're here and he was in Saving Private Ryan. Well, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's learned not to, to yeah. There you go. He's learned to not beat himself up. Uh, on the daily, like I do. Right, so right. you know, jeez, that's that's the difference between him and me. He uh, that is like a huge difference. So, like I've noticed that between myself and like, because I know like lots of musicians, and like a lot of the times I'm like, this this person's doing so well, and I don't I don't see a difference between work ethic or like anything else. But it's well, make no mistake, he's got that without well, a doubt. Sure without a doubt, that. he uh, uh, he he's has the gust. He, oh yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm. I could say I'm pretty much straight as a pencil, and I, I could say, hey, yeah, I, I, I fuck, whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to, uh, to to Jensen Carp, who, uh, who probably coined that phrase. Right? Uh, I fuck, you know. So uh, uh, I listen to the uh, Get Up on this uh, podcast a lot. So um, uh, he, uh, yeah, we were in the same drama class, and uh, uh, dude had a had a habit of like you know falling asleep in class, and he was doing a. What a son of a. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and the best thing was uh this this one time he was uh he was sleeping on top of a couch not on the couch but on top of why, the couch why is there a couch in class yeah okay hey, class is this okay. this is it this, this is in the uh this is the gordon bell multi-purpose room there was a couch there so okay. but uh he's he's on there like motherfucking snoopy sleeping like on top of the, on yeah. top of the couch <laughs> and <laughs> yeah he, he, it was like he was dead it was dope and um did you leave him in the couch uh no <laughs> but uh i see where you're going with that um i it was either me or uh or a friend but yeah uh, threw these like fake flowers at him and he fell off 
<laughs> I can't remember what happened after that, but I uh, I laughed my ass off. So that's that's my answer. That's a pretty story. good. That's, that's a pretty good like celebrity encounter. Pre-cell, you know. There you and go. And it was Wind Talkers, not Wind Talkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what? The reason I thought that is because it's a war movie. <laughs> well, it, the war movie because he's on that. He's in that mural on Ellis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So like he's and yeah. he's uh, he's on the radio with the uh, the helmet yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Word, word, word. But yeah. Beyond the Outside is like a. Oh, well, that's a great movie. Such a great movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I remember seeing it on CBC, so it was partially edited and everything, but right. I, I did have a blast watching I catch that. It, I catch it on I, TV uh, every once in a while, like yeah. EPTN or some shit. I met the other guy, whose name I've completely forgotten. Um, uh, when I was in college, this guy's sister was in a year ahead of me, mm-hmm. and uh, so we went out for like drinks or whatever. We used to do all the time when I was in the first year, and like she brings her brother along, and he seemed already right. a cool guy, and, everything. Yeah. and then afterwards, like a couple hours later, I'm like, that was the guy from... Dancing outside. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who wasn't the main character. The or the main character. Yeah. yeah. The guy who wasn't in the headstones. The guy who wasn't in the headstones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, he's Dylan. He's, he's, he's had some, some longevity. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's cool. Uh, didn't they do like a, um, uh, indie go-go campaign some, uh, of some sort to, to, to do a new album or a new tour or something they like that? They need to help that bad? I could have sworn they had done Maybe something. I, it's uh-huh. just like you know, I uh, I have like a you know uh, an exclaim uh, news feed type thing going on yeah. on my uh, on my feedly, and uh, um, I don't know if it was on there or it's through uh, Alan Cross's site or something like that. But I could have sworn I had some uh, seen something, and you know I I'm like, I'm like oh headstones, and I just like you know moved on to the you know the next item and everything because you know if you're an RSS feed junkie like myself. Yeah. You can only take in so much, but I could have sworn I had seen something about them and some some yeah. crowd sourcing, crowd funding uh, type thing. I'm like, cool, They'll whatever. Get it, I'm sure. Oh yeah, There's without no a doubt, without a doubt, because I mean, like, you know, they're um, they have a big following. They're they're so beloved like, in this country, yeah. and I'm like, you know, there's uh, uh there's the odd uh, single from uh, the headstones that you know takes me back uh, yeah. every once in a while. I never I never picked up an album, but I would uh, you know catch them on ninety two or ninety seven, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. You know, yeah. so yeah. I like I like when I hear Tweeter and the Monkey Man. Yeah, I think we talked about that mm. on another show yeah, actually. Yeah. So. That's the Dylan cover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I still uh, like Unsound too. The bass line. Unsound is a great yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that really uh, for the headstones that I will. Uh, with uh, with Rita McNe- uh, McNeil's passing yeah, recently, yeah. I I thought of uh, their um, appearance on the show, and I could have sworn they had played like uh, Smile and Wave or something like so that. On Rita McNeil's show. Or yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Rita McNeil's uh, show was crazy because I mean, you know, it was a mix of, you know, I guess whatever was uh, was hitting on, I guess modern rock radio yeah, yeah. at the time uh, with a Canadian flavor, of course, and then you know stuff that your your parents or your parents' parents might dig. For and, sure. uh, so it was just a, a weird melange, but yeah. it was. A successful run. It went for what a couple years on the on the. I think it was CBC? a while. I remember maybe it was reruns, but I remember, I remember see how we seen promos for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I remember the show. Like I knew I, I remember that there was a show. Yeah, I, remember, yeah. I just remember like the Christmas specials. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. those for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember every Sunday with my at my grandma's house watching the Tommy Hunter show. Oh, Tommy Hunter. Yeah, no, I I I used to watch that, like totally unprovoked. No, no parental guidance <laughs> in, in that. There, I just you know it's like a. I remember as a kid watching a shitload of uh, CBC, and I can't say that now uh, unless it's uh, Kid CBC. Yeah, Kid and, CBC. Yeah. yeah. You notice how so much Kid CBC has like ska and reggae as the background music? 
That is true. It's that really weird. True. It's like it's. I guess it's bouncing enough that the kids Friendly. are going to be into it. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know what I did see? You know what I do watch occasionally on CBC is is Mr. D. Oh yes, yeah, so Jerry D. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like I did. I hate, it to, horrible, I, hate I hate to say for Canadian television. Yeah. But for Canadian television, it's good. Yeah. Like it's got moments like there's like I find the Mr. D character pretty funny, but then it's also a bunch of other characters in the show that mm. aren't that funny. Um, I find it watchable. I think we need to bring it back to the theme of the show because we haven't played a song. Paranoia. <laughs> 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 getting paranoid when you're over. Oh, I mean, we always run over time, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So John has to edit this down to, to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, paranoia. Who wants to play a song first? Hmm. Um, doesn't matter. Um, I don't really want to. <laughs> no. no, you go first. Someone else go. Yeah, you, really, you go first. What are your Picks. Well, I don't know. I'm just, so I got, I've got one for sure, and then the other one I'm going to decide as a game time decision. I see. I'm gonna, I see. Cause I think the... I might actually play two things that have IDK samples. Ah. Just so they tie together. Do you want to play them back to back in that case? Yeah, I can do that in the middle, I guess. Okay. Well, I don't, don't want to start with two back to back ones. Then if I do uh, why don't you go first? Oh, all right, shit. Okay, well, I guess uh, we're going to start things off in a uh, in a rock and roll sort of vein because uh, I I've picked. Uh, uh, the Dirt Bombs, uh, We Have You Surrounded as one of my picks. Um, and, uh, I think it was actually one of the first things that came to mind, but I had, um, I was going through, uh, my, my CD racks, sort of like, oh, what the fuck am I gonna, uh, yeah, they, 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 these guys already picked some really cool shit. I was like, ah. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, and I think in the back of uh, my mind, um, there was, there was stuff off of this album that I was like, I could pick almost anyone, but this one is is probably uh, the right one uh, to to go with. So, so yeah, yeah, we have you surrounded. Uh, it, it's I I think it really suits the uh, the situation. It may be even like justified paranoia because uh, like um, <clears throat> I think the whole album is about I guess the fall of a civilization, and it's it came out in like uh, two thousand and eight. Um, you know, four years before. Yeah, I guess like uh, you know, folks were some legitimately panicking, I guess, well, not legitimately, but panicking about the, you know, the possible end of the world or, and all that bullshit with the, you know, end of the Mayan calendar and yeah. stuff. And, uh, but I think <clears throat> they were probably coming from a, um, societal angle, if anything, uh, you know, what's, so uh, what we see on TV, what we see around us, uh, on the daily and, uh, and just, uh, panicking inside. And I think, uh, this is where the, uh, the album sort of comes to a, bit of a crescendo there's a musical term there um so who was the, sorry who coined who was the one who said it's not it's not par you're not paranoid if they're really out to get you well, i don't know who originally said it a million people have like, yeah okay yeah. sorry so i mean even like nirvana yeah yeah line in but i feel thing. like i feel like it's like it's it, way before it's that it's known who said it though I oh i'm sure it is yeah. i just don't know if i'm I guess we can look it up. If we yeah, search like that would be like a oh, fuck. Uh, you can come up with some uh, some endless possibilities there, but yeah. Uh, well, but, it's not uh, important. I just... Yeah. No, well, let's listen to the uh, the um, unless you wanted to. No, no, because you you bring up a lot of interesting points. So let's. But we should listen to the song and then we can we can yeah. talk about it. Sounds good to me. Cool. So drip bumps. Yep.
So that was Durbunks. There we go. Great, great, great band. I'm so glad, glad to have seen them twice. You're so. talking about um, about how you know more recently people keep talking about the end of the world or like or the end of society at least. Mm, mm. Like uh, the last like a few nights ago, I came home and I was like. I wasn't really ready to go to bed, so I turned on the TV and was flipping through the channels, which is something I don't usually do, but mm-hmm. my, my computer yeah. died, so I was, yeah. so it was like my only option, yeah. other than just going to bed, and uh, I uh, happened upon Vision TV, that, like the, uh, reli- the religious oh, yeah, channel, yeah. Yes, and, this yes. is like, and this is like 2, 3 in the morning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you guys know Tammy Faye Baker, right? Yeah, yes. So he's, she's got a son mm-hmm. who's like towing the line now, and oh, he, really? he had like this half hour special, which is just him and like a, a panel of like people like you know this old woman who's just got way too much makeup on and they're all kind of like jittery like they're on like speed and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, and they can barely <laughs> they're they can, on jesus and yeah they can but they can barely like string a sentence together yeah and they're just selling the end of the world the yeah, end of the yeah, world yeah. is coming so it's like buy my book so you'll be prepared yeah and i, I shit you not they're selling seven years worth of freeze-dried food oh, wow. so that when the end of the world comes you're prepared, you're prepared. and it's like three thousand dollars for seven years of food, and That's they're like, crazy. and then mm. they're like talking about all the different varieties they have, and they're passing it out to the audience, and like these people in the audience who are just like, oh, this tastes really good, you know? They go on the microphone, yeah. and they're like, I don't know how you did it, Jim Baker, but this food tastes better than what my wife cooks. Wow. <laughs> and it's just like, so, no, like it, I watched the whole thing; it was yeah, so sure entertaining, yeah, like yeah. so good. Now, is this um, uh, Jim and Tammy's son the one with tattoos, or another one? Because uh, oh, they have a rebellious one. They have a rebellious one that is, uh, as far as I know, very um, uh, all accepting. Um, uh, be uh, be you gay? Be uh, yeah. be you a, a prostitute? A drug no, user? I don't think this guy is. Yeah, this uh, yeah, because this uh, this baker's covered in tattoos. And well, and, how and, old? Because you know what, I you know what, I kind of I got to admit that I was assuming it was Tammy Baker. Faye Baker's son because it was religious propaganda. They spelt the last name like the weird mm. way. Yeah, okay. so I assumed it was could very well be. I, I was like, I don't know how many uh, how many offspring yeah, they, 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 they had. So. He doesn't have tattoos, but he was like, you know, I mean, yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. almost to the point where it's like hard to believe that they actually believe what they're saying. Mm. You know, almost... I was talking about the other day. Yeah, I find it when someone is that extreme about anything, mm. it seems like they must. It seems to me like somewhere inside they must have a realization of, hey, this is crazy. We're going over the top. But or do th- they though? Like- I think a lot of t- like a lot of times I get the impression that they actually do believe it, and a lot of the reason they're trying to push it on other people so much is because they believe they're, it so hard. Well, be they're afraid to f- to face the like even the inkling that it might not be true. And right. Yeah. So they don't want to face it themselves. So, so get everyone else outward. involved. Yeah. I yeah. see. Yeah. But like this guy, they they're just pushing these products so hard that mm-hmm. it. It just seemed like so scammy. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. even, I can't even imagine they believe Big, uh, the end of the world is really coming. A shyster operation. Hey, um, now this is gonna sound weird because uh, and uh, it's almost like I'm like I'm coming out or something. But I uh, I consider myself a Christian, but I also believe in science. Uh, I it's, uh, it's a balance for me. And uh, and like uh, you, someone uh, would say that I'm a uh, quite a piss poor Christian because I curse a lot. I watch porn. Uh, but, um, I, uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I've got a, I've got a belief. Uh, the thing is like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I try not to be an asshole about it. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, uh, uh, if, uh, my, uh, convictions were stronger, I, I think I'd, uh, you know, probably be, you know, um, 
I probably be, you know, uh, not not preaching to people, but like you know, saying, hey, hey, this is what, yeah. this is what the uh, you know this book says and everything, and you know, you know, God loves you and everything, but I'm not. But I, I do have. Do you go to you know, church Sundays? I, I haven't in a long time. I uh, I was um, I went to uh, went to Calvary Temple for uh, for oh, yeah. the longest time uh, from like grade one to sometime in um, in high school, maybe just a little bit after actually. Uh, at uh, one point, I was doing double duty. I was uh, I was um, attending uh, services there, uh, like uh, Sunday school services, and uh, um, and singing at uh, All Saints Church with Don Askell. Oh, actually, cool. yeah, he, uh, Don Askell oh, yeah. brought me uh, to the church school. Well, they uh, needed a few more uh, choir members. They brought uh, he brought me and another guy um, uh, uh, who I believe actually teaches at uh, Gordon Bell now. Actually, oh, cool. uh, class of '93. That's me. Um, <clears throat> And, um, so, and then the, it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I like sleeping in on Sunday. So I, uh, I just sort of like dropped out of the whole deal. And I think I was also, uh, delivering papers and working at Musiplex at the same time. So, uh, it was just, it was like a, 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 a whirlwind of activity that was just beating the yeah. fuck out of me. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. That's, I kind of feel <laughs> so. though people like, uh, in Canada are... It's not such a big deal for mm. someone who's Christian or Muslim or Jewish or not religious or whatever mm. to be cool. But in the States, it seems like, just from what you read on, you know, what message boards and shit. It's like you're one or the other. Yeah, it's much. like, so, yeah. people, people are complaining about being, being atheists being hard mm. in the States. And like, oh, we're being persecuted. We have to come out as atheists. It's like, seriously? Really? Like, I, I I, I've of, never I, been to church ever. Like, it's like, not an issue. According like, to Facebook, though, I would say it's the same thing in Canada. I find so yeah. many people on my Facebook feed just being like, you know, like, sun, or like uh, religion is ruining the world. Why can't they just understand that science is yeah. the way? Like, oh, that's, that's just as bad, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I don't like uh, extremism in any no, form. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. any form. Be it a, yeah. be you an atheist, uh, yeah. be, uh, be you uh, a Muslim, uh, be you... Um, Doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, whatever uh, uh, stripe you claim, you know, I'm just, if, uh, if you're involving a gun, I want to hear from you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. I guess what I mean is in the States, it seems more like you have to declare what you are all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't go to church, but, I mean, if you go to church, I don't care. Yeah. Because and, and, one of the, and I think one of the things is, like, you know, when, um, uh, when you talk about the end times, yeah. uh, it's like they're... Um, there's going to be a point where somebody's going to ask you if you are, and, um, you know... I guess depending on your answer, you might you might get a, you know, a bullet in yeah. your brain, you know. But, uh, <sighs> but like that, I've known you like for how long? Like twenty years, yeah. close to it, right? Close. To I that. mean, for all I know, we could have. I mean, I don't think we do. I think we have pretty similar beliefs in that subject. But we could have drastically different beliefs, mm. and it just wouldn't have come up because yeah. in yeah. Canada, I don't think people really give a shit, you know. Yeah. As long as you're you're not extremely, you know, you don't have an extremist view that's kind mm. of offensive to anybody. Like, yeah, of course, you know. Like you have more clashes over what hockey team you're for sure. For. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I mean, I yeah. know there's not everyone in this country is is, is accepting everything, mm. but I like that. Compared to what I see in the states, it seems like we're a little bit more. Mm. We're like you know the idea that I'm okay, I'm an atheist, and someone else is a Christian or a Muslim or whatever. Mm. That it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's just like okay, all right, keep go carry on with you know. Yeah. Game. <laughs> like, uh, a somewhat related story. I ran into my uh, my friend uh, uh, Ryan Reyes, who's um, uh, one of the uh, volunteer coordinators of uh, um, uh, the Jazz Winnipeg Festival, and we're out cool. you know doing posters and stuff like that, and uh, we're talking about um, last year. And how uh, I ended up um, 
doing some uh, some ushering at uh, well, not necessarily ushering, but uh, you know, giving away uh, um, uh, information stuff uh, for the jazz fest at uh, at uh, Westminster oh, yeah. uh, Westminster United yeah. Church, and uh, I was like, it was so cool because uh, um, that night Ron Sexton was playing, and uh, and I got to stay for the show, and I was. Over the fucking moon because yeah. I love Ron Sexsmith and uh, and uh, the fact that uh, you know I was ushering the deal, not ushering the deal, but you know whatever, and uh, and being able to, to to stick around, it was kind of cool, and it was I was like I was just realizing the uh, the relationship I had with the building because I went to the um, the lunch program there. Um, I was baptized there and I got married there, and oh, wow. and I saw Ron Sexsmith. So, so nice sort of like a so that's like a, a weird for some yeah yeah some sorry but i like how was, you put sex myths on the same level <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool <laughs> yeah. it was pretty cool so yeah and um so yeah it's uh i just i, I got a nice relationship with that building and it's a beautiful building it is too. yeah i wrote a story yeah. on it actually oh uh, really? years right. ago when i was working at the community papers mm. it was just a good yeah it's, cool a, it's a gorgeous building uh and just like this uh proud to have been uh had married there and uh very nice people there too and awesome. uh uh, yeah, and to to see Ron Sexsmith in a church, and uh, the uh, the acoustics were amazing, and uh, uh, and he was uh, he was cracking jokes about uh, you know being uh, you know uh, trying not to be struck down and everything, you know, trying not to be blasphemous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. I was like, uh, that's one of those shows I'm gonna remember for a long time. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Should we play the next song? Yes, indeed. Yes, let's go for it. You're gonna. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna play. Uh, Mac 10 Handle yeah. by Prodigy. Yeah. I own drugs. Yeah, so this is... Yeah, this is Prodigy of Mob Deep, and this is his first album that he did with uh, The Alchemist. Mm. It's a good album, actually. Uh, yeah, and it's his, it's his second solo album. Yeah, because yeah, uh, H&IC, H&I-C was first. Was first yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, in America... That stands for something else. Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not Hockey Night in Canada. It's not Hockey no, Night. it's not Hockey Night. <laughs> <laughs> or anyway, when you put out the sequel to him, like, Hockey Night in Canada too. he really likes it. Prodigy <laughs> <laughs> loves the CBC. Yeah. He loves hockey. <laughs> I listen to it. I'm like, where's, you know, why is he talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that was a good, um, that was a good album, uh, Return of the Mac. Yeah, they, uh, they had sort of like a yeah. mob-themed uh, cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I have that okay, album, yeah. yeah. But then I didn't, I, I because of that album was so good, I got HNIC 2 when it came out, and I did, this is just lame, I mm. didn't get into it. Yeah. I, just, I just remember that I have, I have that, uh, that uh, free mixtape that he put out uh, a while back, too, that I think had like a bunch of uh, Alchemist uh, production on it, too, and I'm going to have to check that out when I get home. Cause, uh, didn't he go to jail right after that came out, or uh, something I around then? I think... This might have been just before jail time, I think. Just before? Yeah. I think so. And then he he came out, then he put out HNIC2, then he yeah. went back to jail. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That I did not know. That I did not know. Yeah, I don't know. He's in, in he's like, he's a troubled soul. Yeah. yeah. But he, because he's like got, uh, sickle like, cell. sickle cell, right? So he's, yes. he's on drugs all the time, like, yeah. to kill on his drugs. pain. <laughs> yeah. And um, that sickle cell thing is, uh, I mean, the best reference to that is in that Tupac song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, makes fun of them. It's like, a, doesn't he say something like, "Yo, right don't one of you motherfuckers got yeah. sickle cells?" Yeah, right like, yeah. I'm like, that's so cold. That's man. really cold. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there's a couple things I wanted to say about the song before uh, we played it. The yeah. beat, the beat's been used uh, at least a few times. Like I know, DMX used it, and mm. the f- the first version of it, I 
know of is Tone Loke. Tone Loke, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. His, I don't know if anyone else. Is uh, from uh, his uh, the title track, Loke After Dark, right? Uh, yeah. And I, I can't remember what that that break is, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I, every once in a while, I actually throw that uh, that track on because uh, it's just so dope. Is it's it's one of the uh, it's one of the gems on uh, that. Uh, his uh, uh, tones uh, first album. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's a really good break. Yeah, I mean, too bad we don't have a record head here to tell us. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then also let's co- check the credits. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll keep talking. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's all be quiet. No. Uh, so the chorus is uh, is uh, what, what, how do they use that interpolation? Yes. Yeah. yeah interpolation. Yes. Yeah. Interpolation. It, it's almost in, like the, it's almost like that term was created strictly. For uh, uh, rap music rap, minor yeah. notes, you know, it's yeah. like, uh, contains an interpolation of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. That was a good voice for it too. Yeah, thank, yeah. You. thank you. So it's an interpolation of a. Maybe I won't ruin it. I won't ruin the surprise. But it's an interpolation for a song we will be playing. Yeah, later and they don't. On in the they show. don't give any credit to anybody but themselves on this. Of course they don't. Notes. Of course not. So it's Alchemist <laughs> and Prodigy apparently wrote the Well, they, they either they either paid for it, so they don't yeah, have that's to, right, that's true, yeah. or they that's didn't right, pay for it. They don't want to know. a candles. Um, drugs. <laughs> this was my a, hand on a Mac 10 hand. You know, we were saying though, like this Scheme is it all this is just the first thing that all of us pretty much thought of, right? I mean, this yeah. is like uh, yeah, yeah. But super paranoia. It's like this is the song yeah. to play. So. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's there's a lot. Well, there's a lot of prodigy songs that you could play in a paranoia <laughs> yeah. in a paranoia episode. But this we're is, about my sweats. Keep me cool. <laughs> but yeah, like I think we're all really big prodigy fans, and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we should play the song. And Sounds good to me. Talk right. about it later. I'll get in Canada. I sit alone in my dirty ass room, staring at candles, high on drugs, all alone with my hand on the Mac 10 handle, scheming on you niggas. I sit alone in my dirty ass room, staring at candles, high on drugs, all alone with my hand on the Mac. Ten handle, yeah, yeah, scheming on you niggas. By myself in my four-cornered room, watching hard boy. I feel like I'm crazy, my brain on drugs, my bulletproof on run. Flats, later tonight, I'ma look for cuz. Just ride through his hood, and when I see that chump, I'ma jump out the truck and dump my gun. You ain't never been through it, so you scared of that kind of shit. Hit me on the song and say, P-pop a lot of shit. Too much of that gangster music, nah, this reality rap. I really go through it in interrogation rooms. I don't crack, nigga, I got none for ya. Talk to my lawyer, shit. Nowadays it's hard to kill Be careful where you pull that trigger They got you on film They got eyes in the sky We under surveillance That on star on your car Track A where you been Gotta watch what I say They tapping my cell phone They wanna sneak and peek inside of my home I'm paranoid And it's not the weed In my rear view mirror These cars they follow me So I bust rights and lefts Lefts and rights Till I stop seeing those Impala headlights Then I circle my block To make sure it's smooth before I go upstairs to my four-cornered room I sit alone in my dirty-ass room Staring at candles, high on drugs All alone with my hand on the Mac-10 handle Scheming on you niggas I sit alone in my dirty-ass room Staring at candles, high on drugs All alone with my hand on the Mac-10 handle Scheming on you niggas I 
I'll be alone in my hot ass room, smoking dope, loading bullets in my clip for you. I ain't even wiping my sweat, it's keeping me cool. I ain't even sweating you niggas, I'ma find you. Eventually, it happens like this at the club with his boys, at the mall with his bitch. Nigga, think it's gonna be a fight? <laughs> Death comes to those who wind me up, and you can beg me to stop, but I just keep putting pressure on the trigger till you fast asleep. Like a baby. Ain't no maybe, coulda, shoulda, woulda shot back, you too hasty. I'm so impulsive, I start gunning right in front of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. If that's what it is, nigga, I'ma live. You not playing me like the neighborhood, bitch. I sit alone in my dirty-ass room, staring at candles, high on drugs. All alone with my hand on the Mac-10 handle, scheming on you niggas. I sit alone in my dirty-ass room, staring at candles, high on drugs. All alone with my hand on the Mac-10 handle, scheming on you niggas. That's right. That's right. Now we do it, nigga. I sit up all night and plot on your head, nigga. Oh, we coming. It's not a fucking game, nigga. We coming, nigga. Oh, we coming, nigga. Believe that. If these shit happen to right We run around getting all this money on tour. You know what I'm saying? I really ain't got time for you bitch ass niggas. But um, this weekend I got some time. You know what I'm saying? I might just put some work in. Yeah, we can fit them in. We can fit them in the schedule. Niggas act like they forgot a son. I come pop for you, nigga. I don't give a fuck who you with. Daytime, where the fuck we at? You better stop, drop, and roll, nigga. And it's on and popping. High on drugs. Scheming on you niggas. Mac 10 handle. I used to drive a hack and kept a Mac in the Yeah, that was uh, Mac 10 handle by yeah. Prodigy. My, as I was saying before, like not like when the song was playing, my favorite line Pardon. is in the interrogation room, high on crack. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so high right now. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a really great video too for that, that song. Yeah, yeah, that video where he's like all he's like driving around. He's in his yeah. apartment. He's all like sweaty yeah, and like yeah. gross. It is yeah. appropriately lo-fi yeah. and and just dark. It's bleak. And, it's yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and it's it's one of those like really good marriages between um, um, sound and vision in, yeah, in that yeah. regard. There, yeah, it's really I was well like, done. I, I was know. like. And and it's like it's not it's not shot on film. It's uh, it's not even like uh, you know doing the uh, the the thing that everybody does now, where it's like you know it's uh, shot on a you know uh, you know thirty five millimeter camera or whatever, yeah. uh, and you know it's able to mimic film and everything. But uh, um, which uh, you know I'm I'm not mad at that at all because I uh, I got a homie that you know kicks a whole lot of ass with that. So yeah. um, and uh, but it's just straight up video, straight up. Yeah, I like it. Grimy. I love I like it. it. Yeah. I yeah. love I love Prodigy's like rap style, and I love how it's developed over mm-hmm. the years. Like I love how, because there's there's you know certain rappers will try to have like the the multi syllabic rhymes, and mm. other rappers just have like <clears throat> like limited syllables rhyming, but they rhyme really tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Prodigy just kind of like almost just mashes words together. Yeah. Mm. And I love that. I love his style. Like he that. seems like, like he's kind of loose. <coughs> like his mouth is loose when he's rapping. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. kind of... Like it only, it only rhymes because how he pronounces it. Yeah. Like no one yeah. else would... That, that wouldn't rhyme with anyone else. You know? Yeah. Prodigy is the sound of chewing tobacco. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. It's really very distinct, right? Like, yes, very like, much yeah. so. Very much so. Yeah, this actually when I got this album, I actually got this album from Uptown, mm. a review copy. And I mean, I knew he was. I heard Mob Deep, and you know, but I, I, I listened to the first couple songs. Like, this is pretty good. And then that song came on, and that song was like I just listened to it over and over and over again. Like that was one of the songs that I didn't even get through the rest of the album because I just kept rewinding, rewinding. <coughs> so Were good. either of you at that show that they did? Here? No, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. How long ago? Oh God. Uh, I remember hearing they were coming, but I assumed they Yeah, were and I can't remember where it was, and a friend of mine ran into me later and said, yeah, dude, that was just an amazing show, and I think at the time, I was just, I was just like crazy busy or, or whatever. Um, Is that, was that like a year, was that a few years ago? Uh, yeah, it was when they were still sort of like um, um, uh, affiliated with, uh, with, with Fiddy. Uh, yeah, even in that, in that video for the song, he's got a G-Unit tattoo they... Yeah. Oh, I got, I got a... Because he, he put out a... Prodigy put out a book. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Inside the story. And my... I had a buddy who, like, was on workers' comp because he hurt himself, and and he told me that he was, he was on so many painkillers that he couldn't really do anything but lie on the couch and listen to audiobooks. And yeah, he said, So he got the Prodigy audiobook, and one of the stories he told me from it was that... Um, when they got when they signed a G unit, they were so fucking pumped because they got a huge advance. They were just yeah. like they thought we had finally made it. Like we're not underground anymore. We're like stars now. Yeah. And uh, so he went out right away and got a, a, a G unit tattoo on his arm, like the one you're saying. Yeah, and it's I guess, Anderson, right? Yeah, and I guess he he was like act like right after he got it, he was kind of having like tattoo remorse. He's like, oh, did I do that too quick? Like, yeah. He was kind of feeling weird about it. So Fifty Cent went out and got a Mob Deep tattoo to make him feel better. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Now, that's, isn't that's that's okay. there though. He, he has a good tattoo. Prodigy has a shitty G unit tattoo. Like, I mean, yeah, you might, you know? if you would have to choose one or the other, which would you rather have? Well, I would never have. A, I would never have a tattoo. No, but if you definitely have to never have, have a G unit. Exactly. Tattoo. Yeah. So fifty cent wins that. I think. Like, the... I stab myself in the hand. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, I like I like gangsters being sweet. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I'm yeah, that yeah. that that is is going the extra mile for, yeah, for yeah, somebody cool, there. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I see you in a different light there. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. So yeah. Yeah, that was a great song. Though. Yeah. And actually, like, I guess you want me to... Are you anything else you want yeah, to Yeah, no, go ahead. Okay, well, the next thing... I'm going to play two songs in a row, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is related to that. It's um, called uh, Mind Play Tricks on Me yeah. by the Ghetto Boys from 1991. Um, and uh, the hook on the Prodigy song is interpolated yeah. Yeah. From, <laughs> yes. from this song. And this is... I mean, this song is pretty iconic, I guess. Like, it uh, usually makes those top lists of rap songs ever, and it's... Mm. Uh, I mean, I've had this tape for a long time, uh, that We Can't yeah. Be Stopped, and it's really good, mm-hmm. and this song is really good. It's, like, probably the most paranoid song I can think of. And one of the grittiest covers ever. Oh, man, the cover is yeah. unreal. Like, uh, I is, remember yeah. uh, seeing that in The Source, and I'm like, no way. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, if, if anyone, like, hasn't seen this, I guess, like, it's a cover, uh, they have a guy, Bushwick Bill, who's uh, a little person, and uh, he's sitting on a hospital gurney with his eye out, and uh, talking on his cell phone. Well, the other guys are and just sort of like wheeling him yeah, down yeah. the uh, and the reason he's in the hospital is because he stabbed his own eye out because yeah. uh, because things are ever so clear now so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah I mean the paranoia thing with those guys isn't probably uh, too much of a stretch right? yeah, yeah so I'm gonna play that song and uh, that song is based uh, there's a sample by Isaac Hayes um, mm-hmm. from the song hung up on my baby and uh, the other song I wanted to play also has Isaac Hayes. Actually, actually Isaac Hayes is on the song. Mm. Uh, it's not just a sample. It's a sample, but then he sings the hook on it. So the next one is uh, I Can't Go to Sleep by Wu-Tang Clan from mm. the W. And this is actually my favorite, uh, probably my favorite Wu-Tang song, aside from Triumph. Like, I think Triumph is my 
all-time favorite, and this would probably be number two. That's interesting. Why? You said nothing off the first album. Yeah. You know, I love... I, 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 it's interesting. I never thought about that. See, I love the first album. I, I, mean, listen to all, I probably listen to it more than any other album. Because the first one is the only one I have. Really? And I... I, I um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never thought about that, but I, <laughs> I think as an album, I listened to the first one like way more. Because I would, I would was like, you know, without a doubt, no hesitation, say that I can't go to sleep is my favorite Wu Tang song after Wu Tang Forever. Because that's how, like, that's how I like distinguish Wu Tang. It's like yeah, Wu Tang Forever and Before yeah. and After. Yeah. Well, when Forever and Before <coughs> is better. But honestly, I, I love I Can't Go to Sleep that much. Mm. That yeah. It's like, I think it's my favorite song. But Triumph, it's a great song. Yeah. But I, I love Triumph even more. I don't know. I, I never, it never occurred to me. But I mean, the, the only album I have on vinyl, <coughs> I have all their albums of CD. I think my favorite mm. Wu-Tang song is Wu-Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to Fuck Oh, with. that's incredible too. Yeah, it's, sure. oh God, just like, yeah. it's it's a fucking punch to the face, God yeah, damn the, it. The bass line, and then like, I love how he loops up like a, a train whistle in that it's song. It's insane, it's insane. But we shouldn't talk about it. No, but I mean, <laughs> That's actually a good point, though. I never actually thought about that. That both of those. I mean, I don't even like the W that much, right? It's not a great album. Yeah. But yeah. This, I can't go to sleep. Is, is ridiculous. Like, I think it's just because Ghostface is crying while he's rapping. Yeah, well, I think yes. it's, it's yeah, that yeah. maybe that much of an impact on me. Like, this is awesome. This is what a cool thing to do. Like, you know. So one thing because like no other MC is gonna copy that. No, no, you no, know, one, no, no one's no gonna. One. Well, especially in a genre that's uh, you know a lot based on all. It's pretty macho, genre, you know. Yeah. I mean, like there's a lot yeah. of like you know. And you, that's you why can be hard, right? And, and then, then who the like that's the thing. It's like you have to maniac cry. You have to be. Yeah, you have to be tough enough to do it. Yeah. So the, the thing I've always wondered about that so, that song, Ghostface's verse in particular, yeah. is is it about Capadonna? Because yeah. it was right at that time where Capadonna, it, it came out that Capadonna's manager was a yeah he was the yeah, informant yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like you know Ghostface says like when your album sales like weren't doing so good I was the one who gave yeah, you yeah, a hand right, yeah. yeah. And I always wondered if that was about Capadonna. And I always, mm. it always broke my heart because, to me, the best team in rap music was Ghostface, Raekwon, and Capadonna. Yeah, for mm. sure, for sure. And on those two on those two soul, on Iron Man and on um, Cuban Links. Yeah, Cuban Links, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm one of those dudes that is not a, uh, a woo completist. Like, I've I've got the, the first group album. I've got... Uh, Old Dirty's first and second albums. I've got uh, uh, Meth's first albums, a uh, first album, and that's it. Yeah. Because um, I mean, and I, and I got a lot of love for uh, for Ghosts. I uh, got like a, you know, the odd single uh, on iTunes, uh, you yeah. know, here and there. But uh, to from you know from the get go, Old Dirty was my favorite, and when he passed, I was like. I'm done. Really? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I even feel like, a, I don't know, I, I bought some of the um, kind of more recent uh, solo yeah. stuff too. Mm. And I mean, and some of the group, I mean, I have, uh, you know, I got, uh, what's it called? Um, the most recent group album, Eight Diagrams or whatever. And then I got... Um, Which is good. I think Eight Diagrams I, I, I like, is I think better, it's, than, it's better than Iron Flag or Dark. Yo, totally, totally. Mm. It's underrated. <coughs> but I also got, I have like uh, uh, Master Killer's uh, No Said Date. E. Tigrans is the most recent one though, because well, well, it's the most recent group one with all of them. Though they put out those other ones that have like a few guys here. And oh, there, okay, so yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really paid attention after. And I got those after... like you know like the Wu Massacre, which was Method Man, Raekwon, and Ghostface and stuff. But like mm-hmm. none of that stuff really holds up as much as, as mm-hmm. the old stuff. But um, I don't know. I, Method I, Man is the biggest shame I think of them all. Well, he was yeah. supposed yeah. to be the guy. Right? I was yeah. so let down by his, his first, first album. album. Is unbelievable. Like uh, well, you know, I, was, I I thought it was spotty. Really? I don't know. I I hundred percent, and I've always thought that. I've always I've always had people like growing like growing up because I was like fortunate that 
Wu-Tang was one of those groups that I kind of got in on the ground level. Like, the mm-hmm. first Wu-Tang album I owned was the first one, and then yeah. I got the solo ones, and then I remember when Forever came out, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And people, I would always have people being like, oh, like, Takao's the best solo album. I'm like, no. I don't think mm. it's the best solo album, but I like it. I like it. Start- but there but are I some songs I skip. There, like, there are some songs I skip on that. Album. I have um, Yeah. And I got into it after, because you were into Wu-Tang way before I was. Like. Yeah. So I got into it after the fact, so maybe, I don't know, maybe through backtracking or something I liked it better, but I, yeah. I do like it. It's um, not my favorite solo album by any stretch. Old Dirty's uh, first uh, album is awesome. so perfectly deranged from beginning to oh, end. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. And, um, and I was, uh, the first time I saw him do his solo thing was on uh, the John Stewart show when you know Ben uh, when uh, John Stewart was the uh, you know the replacement for Arsenio Hall you know pretty oh, much wow. yeah, you know his uh, well his uh, his his show was like you know the John oh the time slot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. same yeah same time uh, same time slot same was it I guess that, like that sketch show uh, uh it was it was sort of like a like a late night format type thing. Uh, he had a he had a weird sidekick and everything. You know, um, I don't know I don't about know, that. I think I ever saw it. No. Yeah, but that's where <laughs> I saw Old Dirty perform um, uh, Brooklyn Zoo, and I oh, was, that was cool, yeah. I was straight up yeah. blown <clears throat> yeah. away. And like he's uh, he's he's up there with his entourage and a big Buddha monk is uh, with him and everything and like. Uh, they're 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 a uh, you know editing uh, themselves because you know it's, it's full of curses and everything and he's like bow 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 blown to death and a whole bunch of other things yeah. and uh, uh, just you know wiping out his own curses and the end they didn't have to like interject in That's any cool. way and he he's, he comes up on stage in a in a motherfucking um, um, fur coat. Uh, is a, a couple girls, you know, that take it off of him, and he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, and he, uh, he, uh, he gets on the mic, and do you do, 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 and then he's like, you're gonna love this, and then rips into the verse, awesome. and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. this is the best thing I've ever seen, yeah. and yeah. yeah, and I was like, I'm getting that motherfucking album, and I did, great. and I was like, oh, I want, I want, uh, I want that song to be like all day long. I just, I just want it to be a day long. I'm like, Do you know what, though? I mean, what you were saying before, I, I've been thinking about this before, you said it, about how neither of those songs are from the first album. Um, I think it's the timing thing, because mm. that stuff had already been out by then. Mm. I remember hearing, I knew who Wu-Tang was, I'd heard Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, it was Hartley. Yeah. I'd heard all that whole album, but I, was, I, thought, I thought it was cool, but I wasn't that much into rap at that point. Mm. And then, like, when I heard Triumph, I saw the video for it. And I was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. Mm. And I loved how it had no, it had no hook. There was no chorus. Yeah. It was just like, and that was, I think, the point when I started like, okay, maybe I need to look into more of this. And I think you'd play me a bunch of this stuff at the time too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that was like, the, so I, I missed the first. I mean, I have it. And I love it, but right. I yeah. missed it in the first place. And Triumph was kind of like, "Whoa, these guys right. are right. Right. It's all where you come in. It's yeah. all where you come in. Yeah. There's a, there's a great article by Jay Zone on um, on uh, Ego Trip. Uh, EgoTripLand.com. Uh, oh, the website, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he talks about the uh, the rap generation gap, and uh, he, he put this out about a month ago. And I, when I when I read this, I was like, "This is perfect." He he's he sums it up totally. It's like because it, it it ain't where you from; it's where you at on the timeline. It's right. like, uh, um, so what if you can't relate to you know a Waka Flocka Flame or or Future or or anybody coming up right now that's uh, that's like really really hot it wasn't really meant for you yeah um and and you and you might just be wasting your time trying to you know foist your old shit on onto yeah. onto somebody new cuz 
it's a different sound. They can't relate to it. I feel the same way about about a lot of rock music, like a lot of punk stuff. Mm. And like you know, I mean, what I thought punk rock was when I was growing up was totally different from what it is now. Mm. And I think I've told this story before, but I remember playing a show at a, a punk show at a house party, and like a basement show. And we, you know, it was a mofo thing. We came up, we played our thing, which was you know pretty weird and heavy and strange and then I'm wearing a Nirvana shirt and some kid some kid with a mohawk comes up he's like Nirvana fucking sucks man and I was just like what do you mean like <laughs> it bothered me I was like well, this this can't Nirvana be real like, Nirvana is anyway, you cut it. yeah yeah exactly right so but I guess for a kid who's 10 years younger than me or whatever it was mm. like this is old people music this is like yeah. whatever I'm listening to you know is cooler so I was I was c- kind of thinking of something a, a few days ago because I was thinking about how uh, we were going to play I Can't Go to Sleep and how it's an older Wu song, not like older, not old, well, like, late, like yeah. uh, later on, I should say, not older. And uh, I was thinking about this this theory of knowledge that mm. that goes back to Plato, and and the idea of it is that knowledge is a justified true belief. So if you believe something that's true to the world and you're justified in it, then that's knowledge. Okay. But then the the like counter argument is that you could have a justified true belief that's not knowledge. For example, if I saw you earlier in the day and you were wearing a black shirt and then someone was like did you see Sam today and I was like yeah he was wearing a black shirt but unbeknownst to me you spilled something on your shirt you yeah. went home and you changed into another black shirt mm. yeah so I didn't really even though I was justified and it was true so the way this relates to the to the music I find that <laughs> I find that like a lot of the people like a lot of either younger people or people who got into rap later when, when I mention Wu-Tang, they're like, yeah, I love Wu-Tang. And they're like, let me play some Wu-Tang. And then they play Gravel Pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah and so it's yeah. like, when you go, you know, if, and you go from that, if you just know Gravel Pit, and you're like, Wu-Tang's really awesome, I love them. That's true, Wu-Tang is really awesome. And you should love and them. You're, and you're justified because yeah. Gravel Pit is better than most songs. Mm. Yeah. But you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not good for Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, the only other thing I want to say before we play, we should get into these songs, but um, yes. we're going to play these two back-to-back, and the only thing I want to say is I Can't Go to Sleep is also uh, one of the best music videos I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I do remember it. Uh, like, they wake up wearing yeah. Wu-Tang pajamas, and yes. they're, like, eating cereal. And, like, when Ghostface <laughs> is crying, he's eating cereal yeah. and crying. <laughs> and crying, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, so we're going to play um, Ghetto Boys <laughs> followed by Wu-Tang, and then we'll carry on and... I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. But that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. Every time my eyes close, I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act, but I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own, a black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B, but fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. I make big money, 
I drive big cars, everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. Think of that move that I ran off the block. Or is it that nigga last week that I shot? Or is it the one I beat for $5,000? Thought he had cane, but it was gold, not a flower. Reached under my seat, grab my papa for the suckers. Ain't no use in the line. I was scared of a motherfucker. Put the left in the Popeyes and better die quick. If it's going down, let's get this shit over with. Here they come, just like I figured. I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger. When I saw him, make your ass start giggling. Three black crippling crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning I'm in service, praying for forgiveness and trying to find an exit out the business. I know the Lord is looking at me, but yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive, having fatal thoughts of suicide, banging get it over with. And then I worry free, but that's bullshit. I got a little boy to look after. And if I die, then my child will be a bastard. I had a woman down with me. But to me, it seemed like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she was just another bitch. Now she's back with her mother. Now I'm realizing that I love her. Now I'm feeling lonely. My mind is playing tricks on me. Fell on a weekend, me and ghetto boys are trick-or-treating, robbing little kids for bags, till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace, took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt, so I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured, but this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet, now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him, dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. Goddamn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. Guns in the early 80s 
For those that murdered me shall stand before God To fall at the hands of faith and out comes the rod Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back What the fuck is going on? I can't go to sleep. Feds jumping out their jeeps. I can't go to sleep. Babies with flies on their cheeks. It's hard to go to sleep. It's both two, six, and twice. I couldn't go to sleep. Hey, yo, we deep in the stairs. We carry canned guns. Whippy got hit her with the big shit. Boom, boom. That message he was by. Then pass the leaks by. Don't pass our niggas again. You took a cheap shot. I know it's fucking with me, you get your beat job. You know we fell in our face, you think the beat stop? Call on the chariots, call on the ambulance. You better smile, my nigga, you want candy, can we face the bros? These be the laws, walk with big balls, nigga, motherfucker, if you that I can take was with yours. I'm a nigga that made you, man. When the rap wasn't doing well, I'm a nigga that gave you a hand. Sleep. Uh, preceded and, uh, by a Ghetto Boys, mind playing tricks on me. Yep. So yeah. I, I always mean, liked how the Ghetto Boys spell Ghetto G E. Yeah, G E T O. Totally breaking the trend, and I think. And they do it on purpose to yeah. seem to like even play on that, like the the perceived ignorance yes. even more. Yeah. And uh, didn't they uh, didn't they spell it properly on uh, one of their first releases? Oh, maybe. I think been, they yeah. did. Yeah, and then they, it they might changed have even it up. Been, might have even been a response to like a re- early review they got that mm-hmm. was like, claim, like calling them out for being ignorant, and they just like were like, you know, what, let's, those guys are like, let's get rid of some consonants then. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, homie, there. Yeah. 
homie there's like a millionaire, like a real estate millionaire now. Uh, Willie D. Yeah, Willie yeah, D. yeah, yeah. Didn't he go to jail for um, tax evasion at some point? Probably, well, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn he did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I, I could have sworn. Well, he's been on. Um, he's been covered uh, in Vice a couple of times. Dude's, dude's a Republican, isn't he? Oh, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just interesting. It's, uh, I, um, I, I see. I, you know, this and this is just a fucking Canadian talking, but uh, I, 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 black and Republican just do not seem to mesh to me. No, that makes that's, sense. No. But no. that's that's uh, it's just a dude from Winnipeg talking, so I don't know. <laughs> it's like even uh, Nicki Minaj is talking about voting for Romney and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that, I think yeah. she just does it for shock value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my uh, my friend Ags got um, uh, retweeted by her uh, recently, and she was just over the moon. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So the thing is, like, I would I would like to be in, like I think Mickey Minaj is a joke as a human being. I can't but, listen to her <laughs> but as a rapper, she's incredible. You know, really? um, yeah. I can't hear her voice. I can't, I can't. She's a really good rapper. Though. I can't get past her voice. I am not a fan, but um, you know, there's sometimes I'm like, you know, especially how she you know tries to be inclusive to. Uh, to everybody, especially of uh, you know um, uh, sexual orientation and and stuff like that. Uh, well, I think she's trying to really like transcend the boundaries of being uh, just a hip hop artist, right? Like, I mean, that last that last big single, maybe she's had one since, and I don't really pay attention. But that like, what was it called, Rocket Ship? Mm. Where it's like she she was getting blasted by uh, by those that hip hop station in New York or whatever, mm. and. Um, yeah, like I think she's almost she's trying to get to the level of Madonna. She's not trying to be like the next Missy Elliott. She's mm. trying to be the next Madonna. So yeah. it makes sense that she would be reaching out to that. Um, she wants to be Lady Gaga, you know. Yeah, I, I could probably yeah. see that. But uh, in the end, I, I I can say that she ripped all those motherfuckers on Monster. Uh, that's uh, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. And yeah. That's, and that, when I say she's a really good rapper, that's actually particularly what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I um I was like I was. I was never really particularly into her before, but I was like, I heard that verse. I was like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, she can hold her own. Fuck it, yeah, she's she's good, she's good. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't have the voice, so I can't. can't. It's so effective, like. Oh, yeah. you know, with that, with the accents and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, ah, I'm cool with that. You know, just um, that's what was that the drama student in her, right? You know, the, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's cool. That's I just cool. think she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not dumb as in, like, stupid. Like, I'm sure she she's she's got must have a head on her shoulders to, to a certain extent to be, you know, as successful as she is. But I think, like, she, I think her music's dumb and her persona's dumb. But, mm. but yeah, she's she's talented for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't I can't knock her too much. But, uh, yeah, she uh, doesn't really, you know, do it a whole lot for me. So I, I, I don't pay a shitload of attention. But, you know, I'm on, I'm on Tumblr, so I see uh, gifs of her all the time. So I'm yeah. like, ah. Cool, whatever. She's kind of hot. Yeah, she's, she's, got, she's got something going on, you know. <laughs> um, she was wearing too much makeup. Like clown, clown setting. <laughs> it's kind of over the top, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> she should just be free to be herself. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about this. Let's, let's, uh, so I'm going to play some homegrown talent. Um, yes, indeed. I'm going to play... Pipskid. Yes. Hypochondriac. Yeah. 
that dude, I think he's in a good place right now. I, I ran into him uh, actually at the same event I last ran into you uh, at. Uh, it was a graffiti gallery uh, when you asked me to be on the show, which I'm I'm very honored to be on. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, it's, it's, this has been a blast so far, man. Definitely, and uh, especially with the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, but like, yeah, that that dude is like really happy right now. And but for the longest time, he's just been really fucking angry, and it comes out in his music, and it's been great. But I think you know whatever he's going to be coming up with uh, now is is going to be just as great. Just probably not as angry. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's still got a lot of anger, but he's. I'm like. I can ask actually ask him how he's doing when I run into him, and he's like, "Dude, I'm great." Uh, and yeah. and you know, like a couple of years ago, that would have like me want to like shoot myself. I'm like, I'm not living in reality, you yeah. know, because uh, he's always been angry. You know, it's like a oh fucking terrible, I want to die, you know. But uh, yeah. uh, now I do that, so <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, no, that's uh, and when when you're going through the list, I was like, that's a good fucking choice, and I think. Also in the video for uh, hypochondriac, yeah, you y'all you all seen the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think um, uh, that was the first time I actually may have ever laid eyes on Steve St. Louis because he was doing a, uh, a fake uh, uh, um, uh, flavor Flav uh, type thing in there, and he's uh, wearing a mask or something, isn't he? Uh, Is he wearing like a lizard mask or something? No, no, no Pat's wearing a lizard mask. Pat's wearing a lizard mask, and uh, and um and uh, uh, Saint Louis is spazzing out like uh, um like uh, like Flav uh, at a uh, couple points in the, yeah. the how, video. How long ago did this, this came out? Like the two thousand one. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, now, yeah, and the, uh, sorry, it's funny to just yeah. to mention the video. It's 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 actually f- funny how far branding for big companies goes because that video was was never played on much music because they um mimic shoplifting in a shopper's drug mart Mm. that's why yeah and it wasn't because they were mimicking shoplifting because that's you know that was in jane's addiction video too Mm. but it's because it was in shopper's drug mart Mm. that they wouldn't show the video because it was in shopper's drug mart and And they otherwise would have shown it like yeah yeah well i mean they were like you know they were like because they were showing videos of that caliber at the time, and like they've yeah, shown worse. Believe me. Yeah. Oh God. And it's funny because <laughs> the, uh, that freak show video for patients that didn't get yeah. shown because they threw a bike in it, which is ridiculous. What? That's a real. That's a yeah, great be, video. Because that's he, an because awesome he, video. Because yeah. he throws the bike. Huh. They did show it. They, did, they didn't show it. Yeah. But then they stopped. They stopped. Okay. They remember Rainbow what? Sun Franks? Uh huh. Yeah, when he was a VJ, he was like, every, like when they were like in their um, like deciding who was gonna win the VJ contest. Everyone got to play their favorite video, and mm-hmm. he played Patience. Yeah. And they cut it off right before the beat, right before he throws the bike. <laughs> and, uh... Jesus. Yeah, so it's, it's funny, because I wonder if, uh, I wonder if, I mean, Farm Fresh and Pipskin, Peens and Corn did do very well. They got pretty big, but I wonder if maybe that would, uh, pushed him over the top a little, because what a great song. Like, it's a great song, yeah. Hypochondriac, because I think maybe... It's probably my favorite Pipskin song. You mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, Rainbow Sun Franks. I was thinking about him recently because I was like, that guy was often late for work. <laughs> he was, there were there were a couple of times where he'd uh, on much music on much music. And he'd be like late for his shift. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how laid back is this dude? What the fuck? Wow. You got like one of the the best jobs in the country at the time you know yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be a very enviable now. job yeah but i'm like dude you're, you're late for work what the 
fuck. <laughs> it's, it's just so wrong. It's so wrong. But yeah, he, he seems to be doing okay. I think he's uh, he's he's still acting and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I think he but, still has a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was his rap group, The Oddities? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were yeah. they any good? I never heard them. I, I think I only heard one single. They had a uh, they had a uh, video in rotation for a while. And, eh, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know how he was as an MC. I'll have to like look that video up again. But uh, I was yeah. like, all right, cool, fine, whatever. I mean, his name is horrible, but that's his real name. I know. Though. I feel like, I mean, that's why it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. His uh, his MC name is Steve. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. I almost wish it was. That would have been great. So yeah, this is Hypochondriac yeah. off uh, Friends Forever, which is my favorite Peanuts and Corn release, I think. Um, yeah, we were talking about how you could we could play Gun Control too, because that's kind mm. of a paranoid song. Off yeah, itself. definitely. It's just like a you know, uh, government's got a plan to like steal your gun or something like that. Is I think yeah. it really starts it off and uh, and then it ends off uh, with him making uh, gun noises, uh, yeah, childish gun noises, which is actually kind of somewhat diffuses the message just a little bit, but that I think that's part of the genius of the track. I actually. always love that part, because yeah. at the end he's like, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I always think, I always think of that oh, song. scumbag, stuff like that, yeah. I always think of that song when they're talking about gun control in the States really hard now. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's such a big issue now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyways, let's play the song. Let's play it. Okay. Hypochondriac, uh, Hips Kid. Okay, cool. Spurs grew on the back of my heel. Pillow organizers all filled 
as far as I can tell, from what little I've seen, this guy is untouchable. Iron Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as like a, like a, like a freestyle MC. He, is he I, freestyle or is he punchline? Or like not punchline, but pre-written kind of guy. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. I think he's just, uh, he seems to have like a really quick mind. I don't know what it is. Um, or maybe I'm just so out of touch with how battling goes now. But, uh, but this, uh, this guy seems pretty untouchable. I saw this really funny uh, interview with Yoni Wolf from mm-hmm. uh, from Y. Yeah. And he was talking about when uh, Eminem won Scribble Jam in 97. Mm-hmm. And he beat Dose 1. And uh, Yoni Wolf was talking about how Dose One comes out and just like <clears throat> freestyles is an incredible verse that's that's so good. And then um, Eminem comes back and uh, raps the first verse to "Hi, my name is." Ah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, who knows if it's true or if it's just Yoni Wolf being kind of bitter? But it's it's still kind of a funny story. Yeah, uh, um, you just made me think of uh, the. Dose one versus uh, peace yeah, battle. That's fucking legendary. That I remember uh, seeing that. I I think this was like this this like maybe even like you know predated seeing like you know seeing it on uh, YouTube or something like that. I'm like, this is hilarious. Like on, the, like on that scr- like scribble jam like compilation. Yeah, I think it was. I uh, I may I think I may have been at like Brace's house actually, uh, yeah. and and um and. Uh, watch that because like uh, Brace and I were were neighbors briefly. Uh, he lived in a uh, adjacent apartment building. And, was that um, on uh, Preston? Uh, it was on uh, Woodrow. Okay. Woodrow and um, he um, he'd be like uh, he'd be practicing, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, you know uh, hitting a little something, and uh, and we'd be uh, watching videos. And I was like, this is so dope. <laughs> it's really cool. So there's actually like a more recent video like i don't know how more recent for sure within the last five years but of um of dose one in peace um in san francisco just at, on a patio drinking a beer battling crazy and it's so good and it's funny because you know obviously like pieces peace is a little bit out of his mind mm. i keep hearing that I, I don't know much about the guy but i keep hearing these podcasts like you talking about how crazy he is. Yeah, he um like he's really into drugs. He also like um he also was in a, a car accident that mm. killed his girlfriend oh, and, shit. and took his arm. That's that crazy. I did not know. And so he actually has like his songs like after that period, a lot of them are about his ghost arm trying to kill him and his Whoa. like girlfriend coming back to life and stuff. That's that's. Awesome. I've actually been waiting to play Peace on the podcast, but I haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. Well, like one of my favorite freestyle fellowship songs is just a Peace song. Mm. But um, yeah. So it's like in this in this video of Dose One and Peace, they're like sitting having a beer, and uh, it's like you could tell like Peace is kind of getting distracted by like girls walking by or whatever, <laughs> and Dose One's like hitting him on the knee, being like, "Come on, come on, you know, like, <laughs> get with it," you know. Get at me. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, speaking of like like injuries and shit like that, I uh, just that reminded me of uh, the the sad story of uh, Saphir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Oh man, I, I I read that. I was so bummed. It's, it's like, crazy though. Ugh. It's like it's sad, but at the same time, it's like Saphir is like. Did we talk about this on a different episode? Oh, well, maybe. I think we might have. Yeah. No, I just mean don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I, it stuck with me. I've uh. 
because like it's like it's just a sad story. I mean, like how did it start? He was like a what? He, he's in a plane accident. Oh, he's in a plane accident. Okay, I thought yeah. it came from like uh, it was that incident where he was you know trying to be Superman and like jumped off uh, um, no, a uh, uh, subway train. Onto yeah, the like platform. running. Yeah. That no, that came that like reaggravated it. But how it originally began was he was on a, he was on a plane that caught on fire on the runway, mm. and he just like before right. before they inflated like the slides or whatever, yeah. he just jumped, jumped off. Yeah, and that fucked his back up, man. Ugh. And then he just started. He was doing like fucking tons of ecstasy mm-hmm. and and not drinking water and um. Like at one point he like said how he hadn't had a vegetable in ten years. I'm a, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, you I'm just, I'm just bugged <laughs> out when I when I heard that I was like, and how he's like a you know like a true sugar junkie and everything, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm a diabetic. I I, I still occasionally eat things that I should not be eating. Like you know, right. uh, yeah. I love BDI. You know, I love going to BDI all the time. So, uh, um, but uh, at the same time, I'm like, uh, I'm like. Yeah, I gotta watch myself. I I, yeah. I gotta I gotta there's put a, that aside. You there's like you know the guy who played Kruger on uh, Seinfeld. No, he had like he was like in the later episodes. He was like George's boss. I uh, I might remember. But he. Oh, okay. I think I yeah. He he. There's a nine one one call out there where he attempts suicide because he had diabetes really bad and he was an alcoholic mm-hmm. and. He had to get his leg chopped off or something. Oh shit! And then that's he, crazy. Yeah, and then he so there was like this episode where I guess he had to get not episode of Seinfeld but episode in his life where he he <laughs> had to get his I guess he had to, had to get his second leg amputated or something. Oh man! And so the night before he was just like got sloppy drunk and was like um, called called 911 and it was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself like I'm stupid I need help and like and then he ends up shooting himself that's crazy huh. and shooting himself in the in the face or something and not dying but oh like, that's the worst <laughs> yeah and he's like and he's like I like I don't know like some people are really into the to the to the voyeurism stuff and like mm. I, I read the transcript of the 911 call but mm. I didn't want to listen to it and yeah. I felt kind of even weird reading the transcript but mm. it's pretty messed up uh, that reminds me of um, the uh, the Bud Dwyer incident I don't know if you, you're familiar with that but uh, yeah 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 that's yeah. what the song uh, Hey Man Nice Shot is about there we go Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Who's, who's Bud Dwyer? He was uh, was he a congressman or something? Uh, yeah corrupt politician <laughs> and uh, he, uh, was like um, a young uh, uh, press conference uh, called, uh, and I guess he was gonna, you know, uh, talk about, you know, uh, the the situation and everything, and he shot himself on live TV, yeah. and therefore fucking over the the dreams of like perhaps thousands of uh, young children who might have been at, at, at uh, you know just sitting at home checking this out because I think it like it may have like interrupted the um, uh, you know the the programming at the time. Uh, this is like around when kids were just getting out of school and shit. And, uh, if, if you look hard enough, and I don't think you have to look hard enough, actually, there's, it's, it's available to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember... Is it like, you see his head blow Well, he up? shot himself right on the TV, right? He, like, uh, I think... Have you seen it? No, I've seen it, I know of this. Yeah, Dude, I um, uh, I think he shot himself in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, it was like, with a 
big fucking gun, like a, like a fucking Magnum, and it's uh, crazy. Why? Like, why? Uh, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, he was that was the press was, conference about, right? About yeah, him being corrupt or something. Uh, I think he was on the hook for like several years, like like you know, uh, hard jail time, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and this was his way out. Uh, is just like you know, hey, I got the last laugh. Ha ha ha. Uh, Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, if I, like, even if you watch that the JFK video, like, mm. that's you see, like, his you see, like, his head flap open. It's fucking yeah, yeah, crazy. It's totally, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, am, film, yeah. I am no fan of gore. I, uh, I actually, I think what I did when, um, because I, uh, I think somebody I know or somebody, uh, uh, next to somebody I know or whatever. I'd uh, done an, uh, an illustration of um, um, a Dwyer trying to, uh, you know, you know, keep somebody away from, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, attempting to, you know, keeping him out from uh, uh, yeah, doing what he was about yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah. Um, and um, and I think I hit Wikipedia and and um, I was like, okay, what? really led to this incident and everything and uh you know they just uh you know laid it all out i was like oh so that's what went down and then uh and then there's actually a link to the video but it's on like Wikipedia? i believe there uh, it is it might it might be dead i don't know um but what they did was to minimize the impact they put the uh they posted the video very very small okay um and in the end, all I could really do was just listen to the dialogue. I was like, "I'm, I, I want to stay human. I don't, I don't, I can't watch this." So, uh, I've even actually seen pictures of the aftermath where it's not actually as gory as as you would think it was, because uh, somebody had integrated it in a poster. That's uh, that's where uh, I ended up, uh, you know, checking well, this out. Well, even since it's been crazier. Like I remember, I remember going over to my friend's house on a Friday night. We were all we were all gonna go out that night for drinks or whatever. And I just, he was just sitting there, like, blank. Like, yeah. his face was blank. And I was like, dude, like, what's up? What's, what's up with you? And yeah. he's like, he had just watched that film where the Al-Qaeda cut off that reporter's head. Oh, I know dear. people have watched that, too. And it's like, I, why would you watch it? Can, what would uh, tell you to watch that? it? Like, I can, uh, I can't watch stuff like that. No. It's no. like a... Um, one time, sorry, one time, <laughs> one time this guy, cause, cause, uh, one time this, this rapper from Regina came to Winnipeg and he was, he was like buying beats from Cutdown. Mm-hmm. And so we were, he was coming to Winnipeg to pick us up to go to Regina to work with him on his album. Mm-hmm. And this guy was a fucking like, he's, he was like a metalhead turned rapper and he was mm-hmm. super into gore stuff. Oh man. And fucking five hours in the car, just him and it. Like just him telling us stories about all these fucking like snuff films and like those those movies that are like what are those those movies that just show people dying like yeah. tons of people like like nine eleven shit and like why does anyone like I don't understand I don't the understand appeal. Okay, I just okay. had to sit in the car for five fucking hours while oh. he just told all these different stories and I was like getting sick to my stomach and I was oh. like how the fuck does this end like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't fuck with that. I, uh, there's there's somebody uh, that I follow on Tumblr that I should actually stop following because uh, uh, I just uh, um, I've seen some questionable stuff uh, from him. And then uh, uh, just yesterday, I think I saw um, a couple photos of a, um, uh, a a tiger mauling somebody, and I'm oh, like, man. I'm like, 
why am I not, why am I following this guy? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. It's probably because we have the you know same taste in women, I guess. I don't know, but uh, but that's Titties. not enough. Not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Titties above all, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking I should unfollow that guy. I'm like, that's pretty fucked up. So uh, we should. Well, listen, the first. Well, we, know, <laughs> yeah, we should go to the next song. Yes, yes, we the should. The only thing I wanted to say though is that like um the first thing about uh, the, the the first like example of that kind of creepy shit happening where you see someone dying on TV was Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh yes, we talked about it in a different show too, yeah, yeah. right? Because he's coming out of the thing and he gets shot, and that yeah. that was like that messed with everyone's heads, like you know, to the point where we're like we are now. Oh, that was uh, that was on the uh, the next episode. Yeah, yeah, It's so fucked up that it's become such a thing where like people like Luke Magnata. Is that how you pronounce it? Luke Magnata, yeah, yeah. Like he, like he, 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 like. Went that avenue to become famous. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's weird. That, that, that is like, ridiculous. It yeah, it's really weird. Really weird. Yeah, people that's... are messed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, I think there's so many people that there's a certain percentage of them are gonna be crazy and like. Yeah. Now it's so much easier to be publicly crazy. Mm. Yeah. Or publicly like just a horrible person because like you know all this internet stuff you can just you can make a horrible movie like something like that and then yeah. you can spread it to thousands of people who are gonna see it and like. You mean like the room. Yeah, like the yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of horror movie. <laughs> There's this new A and E show that I'm actually like really into, even though it's kind of twisted, called uh, "The Killer Speaks." Okay, and it's just interviewing uh, people who are in jail for murder, and, okay. and uh. just and talks to them about their crime, and then like kind of does the the whole like story from front to back with like you know detectives and reporters mm-hmm. and like friends of victims and yeah. like you know like all the archival footage and. I've seen a couple episodes and it's just like the the two episodes I watched neither of the um murderers were like remorseful they were they were just fucking crazy like oh, they're man. they're they're sociopaths like yeah. they're sick right and it's it's, it's kind of weird that like the only the only way we ha- can deal with those people is wait till they do something crazy and then put, put them on, on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put them on TV and jail. And that's why I can't get into Dexter. I mean, like, I uh, I don't care that he's got a code, a code of ethics and stuff. He's still a murderer. He's still a murderer. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, was, I, I just read this book. Uh, um, uh, it's about Camus and Sartre. I think it's called Sartre and Camus or vice versa. But they're two of their biggest, the biggest things that they butted heads on was that was that Sartre thought it was okay to kill people for the cause, and Camus was, like, vehemently against that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, because Sartre was kind of just this, like, bourgeois intellectual lived in, like, the academic world, whereas Camus came from Algeria mm-hmm. and grew up, like, where people were getting murdered in, in, right. like, in war and stuff. So and, the first-time knowledge versus the academic knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even though Sartre is kind of uh, widely regarded as... A, as a better philosopher, mm. I you know I think Camus still comes out on top on that one. You know, do you know what I think we need to do? I think we need to get back on to the uh, yes. Oh, are, are we recording a podcast? Yes. We are. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta go to sleep. So yeah, there um, we what go. What we're gonna do is uh, you're gonna play one more song. Yes. But before we do that, we do our little you know um, where you, where you detail, can find where this you can type find thing. it. So www.wishmeese.com. Where you download this one, stream it. Uh, all the rest of them is 24 other ones now and. Uh, it's all free music by lots of good local people who's on there too. I'm going to listen to that Greg Arcade one as soon as I can. That's I, pretty I good. Like what, yeah. I like what yeah. that dude's yeah. doing. You so. were not that one, were you? That was me. No, I was, I was yeah. at it. 
Oh, the the, uh, the one with Greg was the, the podcast. podcast yeah. yeah, he's got he's got a big show coming up this Friday. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. Yes. Not well, by the time it. people hear this, one will already be two weeks later. So well, go back in time. You go back in time. See Greg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll see chances to see him again. He's playing at the jazz festival and stuff, right? So. Oh yeah, he's playing at the Cube. Assuming the cube, well, I, by the time this comes up, maybe the cube will be fixed anyway. So Hopefully. Uh, anyway, Hopefully. so yeah, you can go to uh, we are the witch place. We we are the witch police group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitter is at witch police fm. Uh, we have one that's at witch police, but I'm not really using it and trying to get everyone to go over to the at witch police fm one. So, there we go. Uh, go to that. And uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Like, are you working on anything that's? Um... Uh, I'm just doing my thing. You know, I uh, do the uh, odd poster. Do, uh, do the odd uh, uh, illustration here and there. Uh, you can find me at um, I believe uh, behance.net slash uh, Alan Lord A-L-L-A-N-L-O-R-D-E um, I'm on uh, Tumblr at um, uh, Mr. Lord uh, dot uh, Tumblr dot com it's uh, Mr. Lord should be drawing because I should be um, <laughs> and I also have a a, um, a portfolio blog there is a, a, a Alan Lord uh, dot Tumblr dot com um, and um in certain sections of the internet, I'm known as uh, El Negro Magnifico. You can find me at uh, gigposters.com, uh, chatting it up with a bunch of other people. Um, um, You're yeah. all over the social media stuff, eh? Kinda, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, Tumblr, uh, uh, Facebook. Yeah, don't look for me there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do my thing. Uh, I'm on uh, uh, Dribble. If you mess with that, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's for uh, uh, <laughs> illustrators and uh, designers and. and uh, other, you know, folks. Uh, okay. This is just sort of like a, a show and tell type of thing. Um, okay, cool. So I'm there too. So cool. yeah. And what are, you on, what are you on Easy Board? Oh God! If, if those days could come back, oh jeez, <laughs> I met a lot of people that way. It was pretty cool. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, just give maybe a little bit of a blurb about your blurb, a little bit about your song you're gonna play, and then we'll, we'll kind of ah uh, yeah, Rocket from the Crypts, um, Outsider. I think it uh, pretty much sums up the um, the I guess the right wing mentality uh, in in two verses in probably like like two and a half minutes and everything and uh rocket from the crypt is one of the finest bands in the world and i hope to see them uh, live someday i uh became a fan because uh uh somebody uh at uh, musiplex so uh, where i was uh, working back in the day had a uh, rocket from the crypt tattoo and uh, with oh, cool. that uh with that they could get into any Rocket from the Crypt show in the world. That was pretty much the deal. Oh, they, they would uh, like accept you. They as would, a, uh, yeah. That was uh, that was sort of their uh, their their club. Their, their that's kind their of a release you should do. Yeah, you think yeah exactly, you exactly. You should probably pay for the removal. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they recently reunited. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, yeah, I didn't and, know too much uh, about them, but I heard that they're just uh, they're as uh, as tight as rock and roll should ever get, and still it yeah, still stay uh, you know nice and uh, and and crunchy and stuff. It's just uh, uh, just a rock and roll powerhouse, and cool. uh, I think this really sums up uh, the the paranoia sort of deal. Cool. So, yeah. I like how we had a, a rap show bookended by rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, it's kind of kind of nice. I like that. It was <laughs> it's good. like a like a you know sandwich, a rap sandwich with yeah. rock and roll as the bread. I think this is the. I'm most... happy to be your Oreo. I think this is the most. <laughs> yeah, 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 y'all are the white guys in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's nothing sexual about that at all. I feel like this is the most rap show we've had. Too, like the largest amount of rap we've had on any show. Yeah. Well, all right. So you've saved it from being entirely a rap show. Not that that would be a bad thing, but whatever. It's it's cool. Anyway. Black guy saves the day with Black guy saves the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, thanks for coming out. 
Hey, yeah, my pleasure. So. My pleasure. Yeah. This is a fucking blast, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, do it again sometime. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, Wish Boost Radio, uh, High on Drugs. See you later. Just leave